Hi there, this is Jacob Msiba, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. Will you please just turn with me to the book of Acts chapter number 2. We are going to Acts chapter number 2 and we are going to read verse number 38. Acts chapter number 2. Verse number 38, are you here? The Bible says, Then Peter said to them, Repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive. Somebody shall receive. Come on, somebody shall receive. Somebody shall receive. Receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, Why am I emphasizing receiving? Why am I emphasizing that he is received? It is because anything that is received can be rejected. So the Holy Spirit is received as a gift, but everyone has a choice to reject him. So we can either receive or we can reject him. Have you ever seen, I don't know if the new generation know registered letters from the post office. And when you get there and it's something that is from someone, or maybe it's something that you do not want anymore, you can reject. Return to sender at the post office. Because a gift is received and it can be rejected. So when somebody gives you something, you can either receive it or reject it. So the Holy Spirit is received. So we are faced with a danger of rejecting him if we do not know who he is. Because sometimes you can reject something that you need by reason of not knowing how much you need it. Hallelujah. Now, life is a gift. Salvation is a gift from God as well. And so is the Holy Spirit. Not only to us as believers or as individuals, but the Holy Spirit is a gift from God to the church. God is very much well known about giving good gifts. Even the Bible tells us that every good and perfect gift comes from above, from the Father of all lights. So every good and perfect gift comes from God. So the life that you have is a gift from God. There is no one who can be able to manufacture the air that you breathe. There is no one who is able to manufacture their own lives. So life is a gift. Also, salvation. When we give our lives to the Lord Jesus Christ, we might think that it's our good idea, but it is a gift. Salvation is a gift from God. So is the Holy Spirit, a gift from God to us and to his church as the body. Somebody say amen. 
He gives good gifts and he gives perfect gifts. So the Holy Spirit has been given to the church to unify us. The reason why the Holy Spirit is given to the church, it is not so that we can be divided. He's not given to us as the church so that we can think maybe we are better than others. But he has been given to us as the church to unify us. Also, the Holy Spirit has been given to us so that we can depend on one another. Because if the Holy Spirit has not been given to us to give us his gifts, so that then we can be able to use our gifts and complement one another in the church, then we can think we are all that and a bag of chips. Only to find that when the Holy Spirit is at play, when the Holy Spirit has come and there is oneness in the church and we understand that we are one body, we belong to one body and we are different parts, we will then understand that by reason of the Holy Spirit, we are able to depend on one another because when he comes, he also gives us gifts. So he is a gift that gives gifts. He is a gift that is full of gifts to give. So he gives gifts and you remember that when he gives his gifts, he gives them to us so that we can complement one another. Listen to what the Bible says in the book of First Corinthians 12, verse number four. It says, there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. So it's the same spirit who gives us diverse gifts. And he gives us diverse gifts for a reason, so that we cannot think we are sufficient of ourselves. So the next time you feel like you don't need anybody else, remember you have the Holy Spirit who gives diversities of gifts. Even your gift needs somebody else's gift. And their gift need somebody else's gift. And uh, it continues to say, uh, but the same spirit. And then verse number seven says, but manifestation of the spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. So everything that the spirit of the living God manifests in and through your life, it is for the profit of all. It is not for the profit of yourself alone, but it is for the profit of of all. Somebody say amen. amen. So then when he has given us the gifts, he then helps us to become one as the church. He helps us to even have a true and a living relationship with God. He helps us in our walk with God. He helps us in our walk with Jesus as the redeemed, as, as the ones who are redeemed by him. Somebody say amen. amen. So he is our helper. He helps us at all times, and he helps us with all the things that we need. So this helper is a gift, and the Bible calls him the spirit of truth. And when, it, when the Bible calls him the spirit of truth, it then says to me, we can rely on him. There is no lie in him. Many people can lie to us, but the Holy Spirit can never lie to us. Maybe that's the reason why he does not like to be lied to as well. That is why when you are dealing with the Holy Spirit, you need to be truthful. 
even if maybe you are a person who is struggling with the truth, I promise you that when the spirit of truth comes, you can sit down with him and ask him to make you a truthful person. And he will help you because he is our helper. There is no lie in him. You can rely on him. You can depend on him. You can lean on him. He is a friend whom you can be able to lean on him. Have you ever seen a scenario whereby you are trying to sit down and they remove the chair? People who are not reliable. They can see that you are about to sit, but the Holy Spirit will never leave you hanging. Have you ever seen a scenario whereby somebody is leaning over their friend, but their friend will just move away and you almost fall? Why? Because they are not as reliable as the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is so reliable. He's the spirit of truth. We can lean on him in all confidence. We can lean on him with all of our weight. We can lean on him. The spirit of truth there is no lie in him. He is trustworthy. We can trust him. And to receive help from this helper, who is the Holy Spirit, and also be unified by him as the church, we need to consider a few things. I could not finish in Pinoni, I believe that I'm going to finish here so that they can uh, be able to listen, amen, amen. Uh, to the full message. So I'm going to make sure that I finish. Somebody pray for me. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm rushing so that I will finish. Number one, these are the things that we need to take into consideration and exercise in our lives so that then we can obtain the help from this trustworthy Holy Spirit that we are talking about. Number one, intimate friendship of the Holy Spirit. Second Corinthians chapter number 13 verse number 14 says, the amazing grace, I'm reading from the message, it says, the amazing grace of the master Jesus Christ, the extravagant love of God, the intimate friendship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. So we need to learn to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. We need to learn to develop an intimate relationship with him. And then when we have developed this kind of an intimate relationship with him, we will then be able to be friendly towards even one another. We will be able to even be considerate of one another. Why? Because we have cultivated a relationship that is intimate, that is of a friendship with the Holy Spirit. Some of us, we have best friends, but we have left the Holy Spirit behind. Some of us, we are able to do great things with our friends, but we can't do great things with the Holy Spirit. But this morning, I just want us to know that there is a level whereby we can be intimate friends with the Holy Spirit. We can have a true and a living relationship with the Holy Spirit that is so intimate that the Holy Spirit becomes our best friend because he is so good and he is so 
trustworthy. As I said earlier on, you can trust him. Some of us are giving all our trust to people who can even be able to disappoint us, not even tomorrow, in the next hour. But the Holy Spirit will never disappoint us. Somebody say amen. We need to become uh, uh, friends with the Holy Spirit so that then he can also help us to become friendly with one another uh, so that we can achieve the goal of becoming one in the church of Jesus Christ. Somebody say amen. amen. So now someone may be saying, I want to be uh, intimate. I want to have an intimate friendship with the Holy Spirit uh, because then it talks about fellowship. When you want to have a a, a friendship with the Holy Spirit. You must be a person who is willing to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Fellowship with him everywhere you go. Fellowship with him. Don't leave him behind. So in other words, it means that we need to pay attention to him. We need to give him attention. Have you ever had a friend who will then say to you, nagi"? They are crying out, for an intimate relationship, for an intimate friendship. They are crying out for attention. So the same with the Holy Spirit. If we want to cultivate an intimate friendship with the Holy Spirit, some of us have even ran far away and left the Holy Spirit behind. No wonder we find ourselves tired. No wonder we find ourselves weary. No wonder we find ourselves as though we are carrying heavy burdens of our callings, of our families, of our lives even. It is because maybe we have left the friendship part of the Holy Spirit behind us. We are running, but we are leaving him behind us. So when we are talking about fellowship with him, we are talking about ugutisimnake, we are talking about giving him great attention, not just the attention that shows that I am just passing by or I am just making sure that I am marking a register to say I spoke to you, to say I said something to you. But when it comes to the Holy Spirit, that will show him how important he is in our lives. So that will show him that there is nothing that we can be able to do apart from him. Now as believers, sometimes we say it with our lips that there is nothing that we can do apart from you, Spirit of the living God. It's a nice thing to say. However, sometimes our abilities are always higher than the ability of the Holy Spirit in our own eyes. But this is a chance for us to take him back to his rightful place, to put him first, to say, before I can do anything, it is actually by reason of you, Spirit of the living God, that I am even able to do what I am doing because he is God's ability. So when God gives you any kind of ability, it is by reason of the Holy Spirit. Somebody say amen. So anything and everything that you feel you can do easily, 
Engage the Holy Spirit and see a notch higher that you will experience. Anything that you feel like you are able to do and you, are, you, you can even do it, with, do it with your eyes closed. If you can have the fellowship with the Holy Spirit and, and, and give him his rightful place, I'm, I'm telling you, you will go to higher heights. Somebody say amen. amen. So we need to be aware of him. We need to be aware of his presence in our lives. Sing am she son doing. Sing am she son doing. But see, aware of his presence, even in our homes, even in our workplaces, in our lives, in every aspect of our lives. Somebody say amen. amen. Number two. Be filled with the Spirit. We need to be filled with the Spirit. This word filled means to be well supplied. So in other words, you are well supplied by the Holy Spirit. You are not lacking when it comes to the Holy Spirit. There is enough supply. The Bible calls him a spirit without measure. So in other words, you can never ever, ever, ever cause him to be depleted. There is no way that you can say, I have drawn more than enough from you and now you are about to run empty. He is a spirit without measure. So in other words, we can draw from him as much as we want, as much as we can. And when we feel like we can't draw anymore, we have the privilege of asking God to enlarge our capacity to receive the spirit of God in our lives. God is able to even enlarge our, 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 our capacity to be able to be filled with the Holy Spirit. It is important that we take time to ask him to fill us Every now and then, ask him to fill you anew and afresh. Ask him to fill you more and more. Even if maybe you know that you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you can never ever cause him to run dry. He is a gift that keeps giving. He is a spirit that is able to give you of himself over and 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 over again without feeling as though he is used when other people are giving over and over and over and over again they feel like they are used the holy spirit can never run dry in fact he wants us to use him many people don't want to be used there is a bad manner of using people but there is a good manner of using people others run even from being used for a good cause that's why they are not serving. They don't want to be used by God. Amen. <laughs> the Holy Spirit does not mind being used by us. He wants to be used by us. He wants us to drink from him. The Bible says in the message, in huge drafts. That's what the Bible says in Ephesians 5, 18. In huge drafts. But then someone might say, how do I drink? 
You drink by opening yourself up to the Holy Spirit. As you pray, as you praise, as you worship, it's not about the voice, it's not about the words that are just coming out of your mouth, but it's about an open heart that has been opened to the Holy Spirit so that it can flow right into your heart, so that it can flow into your heart and so that it can even become the rivers that cannot be swim, that you cannot swim in. The Holy Spirit is able to come into a heart that is open for him. He never rejects anyone who calls for him to fill them. He does not reject them. So it is important that we understand that he will not force himself on us. We are the ones who are supposed to open our hearts towards him and ask him to fill us and drink from him and drink from him. Each and every day when we are in prayer, each and every day when we come to church, each and every day when we hear the word, when we are reading the word of God, let us be able to open our hearts towards the Holy Spirit and tell him, Spirit of the living God, fill me anew and afresh. Fill me over and over and over and over again. Because someone might say, so when he fills me, he then goes away. No, he does not unless you push him away. But if you have not pushed him away, he is still there. But you always need more of him. You can never have enough of him. Somebody say amen. Every day, every minute, every hour, you need him in your life. You can never have enough of him. So we need to ask him to fill us. Every day, Spirit of the living God, I'm about to pray. The Bible says you know the mind of God. The Bible says you search the mind of God. Right now, I am limited in my knowledge. Even in the knowledge of what God has for me, I'm limited. Even in the knowledge of who God is, I'm, lim I'm limited. But as I pray this morning, I ask, reveal God to me. Reveal Jesus to me. Reveal me to me. You open your heart. And you say, already you know, there is nothing that is hidden from you. Nangumo nangala. Already you know, here is my jealousies. Already you know, here are my shortcomings. If we are filled with him, everything else will drown. If we are filled with the Holy Spirit, everything that is not of God, that tries to reside in the inside of us, will drown, will be drowned by the Spirit of the living God. The spirit without measure. Somebody say amen. amen. We must drink from him. We open ourselves up and we ask him to fill us. Then he will fill us. He will never reject us. Jude chapter number one, verse number 20 says, But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. That's why there is a language that we can pray with because we are opening our hearts to what the flesh cannot be able to comprehend. We are opening ourselves up to what only God can download spirit to spirit when we have the Holy Spirit. It is very important 
that we are filled with the Holy Spirit because God will always talk to us at his level. And the Bible is clear that God is spirit. So when God wants to talk to us, he will talk to us spirit to spirit. That is why I even said some time back that when we are preparing, we need the Holy Spirit even for the word because the Bible is big. We need the Holy Spirit to show us the right word, the word in season, the word that is needed for us even in this church. And also it must be filled with the Holy Spirit so that it can be communicated at the level of spirit to spirit. That is why from a long time ago, because you don't know what happened to your spirit. In the flesh. But in the SCA, but a deposit was made because God does this thing spirit to spirit. Sometimes God will bypass your flesh because your flesh will want you to do things that God does not want you to do. Sometimes God will bypass your flesh because your flesh will sometimes not understand the dealings of God. So he will bypass your flesh and speak to you directly in your spirit. That is why it is important to be filled with the Holy Spirit so that then you can also be able to even talk in other tongues, to even engage God spirit to spirit, speaking in other tongues. That is what is a benefit for us as the children of God, that we can be able to even engage with God by the mysteries of the heavenly places. Somebody say amen. amen. But that does not happen unless we are filled with the Holy Spirit. There is no way that you can be able to speak a mystery apart from the Holy Spirit. So that's why we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter number 14, verse number 14 says, For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. That is why when you are going through things that you don't understand, you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Then you can be able to go, Shanayala Messiah. You are down, you don't know what to do. Shekadaya Sayandeya. Your mind is unfruitful. You don't know what you are saying because you don't know what to say. This thing is gigantic before you. This thing is swallowing and threatening you. However, there are words that cannot be uttered by any other man, but by the Spirit of God. Spirit to spirit, talking to God. That is why, even though you do not know what you are saying, but somehow after that you feel good. You don't know what happened to you. You don't know what did you say. What did I just say to God right now? Did I make a good prayer maybe? 
Or maybe, what did I say to God? Because all of a sudden, I feel as though I can go another day again. I feel as though I can be able to take another step forward. I feel as though I can face another day. I feel as if I can face another month. I feel as if I can, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Why? Because you are strengthened in your most holy faith. You are speaking in other tongues. But it does not happen unless you are filled with the Holy Spirit. So if I were you, I would want the Holy Spirit to fill me. If maybe I have never been filled by the Holy Spirit, I will want the Holy Spirit to fill me. I will ask the Holy Spirit to fill me because sometimes my mind cannot comprehend what I am going through because sometimes my mind cannot be able to make out of where am I supposed to be, what am I supposed to do, and how am I supposed to do it. May I just pause there and say in this day and age we need the Holy Spirit because there is a lot that is going on and when there is a lot that is going on our minds cannot comprehend. Sometimes we even feel overwhelmed by a lot that is happening, a lot that is expected from us but when we have the Holy Spirit we are able to be strengthened even in our most inner beings. Somebody say amen content to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Don't allow yourself to be a Christian that is not filled with the Holy Spirit. Don't allow yourself to go and walk this walk and live this life without the advantage of the Holy Spirit in your life. Don't be a Christian that is not filled with the Holy Spirit. You are sleeping on your power. You are sleeping on your advantage. You are sleeping on the game changer that others don't have in your workplace, in your school, and wherever God has placed you, others don't have that. But this game changer, you can carry with you from church to home, from home to work, from work to your business, from your, from your, your relationships. The Holy Spirit is his name. Don't allow yourself not to be filled with the Holy Spirit. He is free. He does not ask you how much do you have in your bank account. He does not ask you where do you live. He does not ask you what do you have to give. All that he wants is for you to open your heart and ask him to fill you. He wants to fill you. He wants to fill you. He wants to fill you. Hallelujah. Now all of this, as we speak in tongues after being filled by the Holy Spirit, we do it in context of who he is. What the Bible reveals him to be. And not what we make of him. We must not guess who the spirit is. We must not guess what he can do in and through our lives. But we must find out in the Bible how is he revealed in the Bible? Who is he in the word of God? When we are filled with the Holy Spirit, we can even ask him, who are you? And he will take you to the word 
And in the word, you will learn and you will see who he is. You will know him. And the more you know him, the more you know for sure you cannot live without him. The more you know him, the more you don't want to do even the slightest of things without him. The more you know him, the more you enjoy his presence. Because the company of somebody you do not know, you don't enjoy. But the more you know him, the more you enjoy his company. He does not become a nuisance in your life. He does not become someone that is going to make you cry all the time. He does not become that, but he becomes a friend that sticks closer all the time. He becomes a friend who is always there, no matter what. He becomes a friend that will always take you out of the dark places where no one can be able to take you out. He becomes a friend who is able to see what you are going through even without you telling them. He, is, he becomes a friend who is able to take you out of that deep, dark hole. That hole of depression, that hole of anxiety, that hole of not knowing, that hole of fear for tomorrow. That hole of not enjoying the life that God has given you. That hole of always chasing after what's next instead of enjoying what is right now. The Holy Spirit is able to take you out from that hole where no one can be able to reach. Have you ever felt something that you wish you can talk to somebody about, but you know that they will not understand? Even when you tell them, they tell you, I don't understand you. Let me tell you something. The Holy Spirit is a friend who will never misunderstand you. Is a friend who will actually even know the words that you did not say with your mouth. He will hear what you say with your mouth and hear what you say with your spirit. He will hear what you say with your mouth and hear what you say deep down in the inside of you. You can fool each and everyone who loves you, but you can never fool the Holy Spirit because he knows exactly what you need, when you need it, and how you need it. The Holy Spirit is a friend that sticks with us even during the hardest times of our lives. Many friends leave when our times are hard, but the Holy Spirit is a friend who sticks around and cheer you on and tell you you will make it and tell you you will come out of this and tell you there is light at the end of the tunnel and tell you that there is still more that God can do in and through your life and tell you that you can get up again and do it again. The Holy Spirit is able to encourage you when there is no one who is able to encourage you. Sometimes you can tell yourself that you encouraged yourself but it was the Holy Spirit encouraging you Telling you you can get up again. Telling you you can do it again. Telling you you can become everything that God has called you to become again. It doesn't matter what has happened before. But there is something greater that God has in store for you. That's the Holy Spirit who is able to take you out. He's not afraid of the darkness. He's not afraid of things that are in shambles. He's not afraid. He's not afraid. Please give me my phone. I just want to read a verse or you can just open it. Uh, uh, Genesis chapter number one. 
I want to show you that the Holy Spirit is not scared of where you are. The Holy Spirit is not afraid of where you are. It doesn't matter the situation, the circumstance. He's not afraid. Genesis chapter number one. Thank you. Now leave Liti, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form. The earth was void. And darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. The earth was without form. What are you faced with that is formless? You don't understand. This thing is not taking shape. This marriage is not taking shape. This life of mine is not taking shape. This career is not taking shape. I'm trying academics. They are not taking shape. My God, my ministry is not taking shape. Everything that I am trying to do, everything that I am trying to achieve is just formless. It is not taking shape. The Spirit of the Lord is not afraid of that place. The Bible says even when the earth was formless, the earth was without a form, it was without shape. It says that the earth was void. I don't know what is it that is void of something. Something, some way is void of something. You've been trying all your life, but the void is not being filled. You are trying to make sure that your career is taking off, but the void is not filled. You are even blaming your parents, but the void is not filled. You are blaming those, but the void is not filled. Let me tell you something. If you can be filled with the Holy Spirit, if you can have intimate friendship with the Holy Spirit, it doesn't matter how formless your life is. It doesn't matter how formless your career is. It doesn't matter how formless your ministry is. Let me tell you something. He's not afraid of the dark. The Bible says it was dark, but the Spirit of God was hovering right there in the face of the waters where everything was formless, where everything was not taking shape, where everything was not meaningful, but the Spirit of the Lord was there hovering. Hey! Hey! I see somebody's situation having the Holy Spirit hovering upon. It's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not afraid of the darkness. How dark is it? How dark is it? How dark is it? I dare the darkness that has been confronting you. I dare the darkness in the name of Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not afraid. The Holy Spirit is not afraid. No matter how formless it is. No matter how void it is. The Holy Spirit is not afraid. He hoovered. Imagine the magnitude of the earth. How much more about your life? It's not even a percentage of the earth. Your life is not even a percentage of the earth. But the Holy Spirit was able to hoover. In other words, I can see him. 
saying, I dare you. I dare you. I dare you to refuse the light that is about to be spoken. Ah! The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God hovering upon the face of the waters. The Bible says that face was dark because it says the face, the, the face of the earth was filled with darkness. But the Holy Spirit said, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. I hear him say, if you can allow me to fill you, I'll be there in the darkness. I'll be there in the formless. I'll be there in the void. Because I'm not afraid of the void. The spirit of the living God. The spirit of the living God. The spirit of the living God. The Holy Ghost is his name. He's not scared of your situation. He's not scared of my situation. Sometimes when we find ourselves in depression, in anxiety, when we find ourselves in dark, deep places, I want us to realize that the Holy Spirit is always there. In fact, if you are feeling like that right now as I speak under the sound of my voice, I want you to ask the Holy Spirit to fill you. I want you to ask the Holy Spirit and say, I heard the pastor say that you are not afraid of the dark. Right now I'm in darkness. I heard the pastor say you are not afraid of the dark. Right now I'm being swallowed by darkness. I heard you are not afraid of the dark. Come into my life. Come into my situation. Come into my circumstance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we are filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. It, the Bible says that when they were in the upper room, in the upper room, and uh, there was a sound. There was a sound, like a mighty rushing wind. And then he said, you will receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Now, it is not power than the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit then power. We have got them issues mixed. We want power in our businesses. We want power in our careers. We want power in our homes. We want power in our lives. We want to achieve things. But we are leaving the Holy Spirit behind. The Bible says you will receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you. So before business, before business, it's the Holy Spirit. Before family, it's the Holy Spirit. Before being a good wife, it's the Holy Spirit. Before being a good husband, it's the Holy Spirit. Before being a good father, it's the Holy Spirit. Before making a lot of money, it's the Holy Spirit. Before reaching our destinies, it's the Holy Spirit. For the power is in the Holy Spirit. For you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Spirit has come upon you. One day, I think Jeremiah it was, he saw that indeed it is not by power, it is not by might, but it is by the Spirit. Your home by the Spirit. Your business by the Spirit. Your ministry by the Spirit. It is when the Spirit has come upon you that you receive the power to do. You want the power to do without the Holy Spirit. 
But if you can be filled with the Holy Spirit, if you can receive this free gift of the Holy Spirit, then you will be able, you will be able to receive that power because the power is only received after that the Holy Spirit has come. And then you do. And then you do. So it's the Holy Spirit, it's, the Holy Spirit, it's power. And then it's the doing. But we want it in reverse. We, want, we are so eager to take action. We are so eager to use the power that does not come in the sequence of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit, it is Him first. And then the power. And then the doing. Because then the Bible says, after they had received the power of the Holy Spirit, then they were able to become witnesses. You can be a witness in the calling that God has called you to be, that God calls people in that sector, that God can anoint people in that sector, that God can favor people in that sector. How, how are you going to do that? By being the one who asks the Holy Spirit to fill you and then you receive the power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you and then you go and you do what you are called to do. That's what the apostles did. They they stood there and they waited. The Bible says then the Holy Spirit came. So when they had received the Holy Spirit, that's when the power came upon them. And that's when they were able to go and become witnesses all over, all over, all over, all over, all over. They became witnesses. Why? Because the Holy Spirit had come upon them. I pray this morning that each and everyone who is void of the Spirit of God, each and everyone who is running on empty, each and everyone who does not have full capacity of the Holy Ghost and this morning in the name of Jesus Christ I am praying for you be filled with the Holy Ghost be filled with the Holy Spirit be filled with the Holy Spirit I want him I want him I don't know about you this morning but I want him Luke 1 Luke 1 35 <laughs> Listen to this. And the angel answered and said to her, this is the angel going to Mary, who knew no man. It says, and the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit, somebody shout the Holy Spirit. Come on, somebody say the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the highest will overshadow you. See here, it's the Holy Spirit that comes, then the power after. Yeah, we've been asking for power without the Holy Spirit. We've been going for power without the Holy Spirit. Doing well in business is power. It comes after the Holy Spirit. Doing well in your career is power comes after the Holy Spirit. Healing the sick is power that comes by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed Elizabeth your relative has also conceived a son in her old age. 
And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. And then it says, for with God, nothing will be impossible. For with God, nothing will be impossible. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the highest will overshadow you. That's how you will conceive. We've been going for conception before the power and before and for power before the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. That's a prophetic word for someone this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit is here to fill us. Fill us again. 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 Overshadow us. That we may conceive great and mighty visions. Great and mighty dreams. That we may see things that no ordinary man can see. In the name of Jesus. That we can bear burdens. That no other man can bear. That we can be able to mount up with wings as eagles. In the name of Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit has come upon us. Mary, you cannot conceive unless the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Come, Holy Ghost. Come, Holy Ghost. Fill us. Fill us. Fill us. Fill us. Fill me. Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.